and welcome to the Recruitment Marketing Podcast. My name is Victoria Rush. Here, I'll be talking to marketing leaders in the recruitment industry, discussing their careers in recruitment, passions for marketing, and the challenges and successes they have faced along the way. My aim for this podcast is to share the opinions and insights of a variety of experts from across the recruitment marketing landscape. I'll be discussing their experiences and learns while building recruitment brands around the world. Welcome back to the Recruitment Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Rush, and today I'm joined by Rob Prince, who is Client Services Director at Talent Nexus. Thanks for joining me, Rob. Thanks very much for having me. So can you kick off, please? Tell everybody who you are and who is Talent Nexus. Uh, yeah, sure. So I'm Rob Prince. Uh, as I said, I'm the Client Services Director at Talent Nexus. Uh, Talent Nexus are a... Uh, so I guess the best way to describe us is that we're a performance marketing agency. So we specialise in driving candidates to organisations that need them, whether that's uh, employers who we work with or job boards or recruitment agencies. But we, we are basically in that role of sitting in between you and where you can get candidates from and making sure that's as effective as possible. We're here today to focus on programmatic because it is again another buzzword in the industry but actually something that's about to change the way both agencies and in-house marketers um, employer branders can actually attract talent to their business so what is programmatic for those who don't know it in its simplest form yeah tell tell us what it is and how it's kind of changing the way uh, we work with job boards because um, we're not talking about programmatic that is like Google Ads. And all no, that so that's, that's a great question and I'm glad we started there because it's often, um, like it's really important jumping off point because it's often the source of a lot of confusion. So, so the word programmatic literally just means, uh, like you, you, you could replace it with the word automatic and you wouldn't really lose any meaning. Um, so loads of things are programmatic. Um, any sort of online advertising uh, you could fairly describe as programmatic. So uh, any Facebook advertising is programmatic. And by that I mean there's nobody at Facebook sitting, waiting for you to visit a site and then clicking to, to serve an advert to you. All of that is being managed based on rules and preferences that have been set up in advance and then left to run automatically. Um, we use programmatic rather than automatic because it sounds sexier um, and because agencies can, can charge more for it, they get more buzz around it. Uh, but any time, um, and, and for anyone listening, like if you're, if you're in a, a talk or an industry event and you're getting lost in the, the sort of world of programmatic, just in your head start trading it out for automatic and it makes things much easier. Um, we, when we talk about programmatic, we're talking about programmatic job advertising. Um, so whereas any industry, anyone can use like programmatic advertising on like the Google ads or the Facebook or the, or the LinkedIn or, or Twitter sense, um, the one channel that's unique to us as recruiters that only we use for advertising are, is job boards. Um, so that's job boards in the traditional sense, so your, your reads, your CV libraries, your total jobses. Um, and then the new breed of job board uh, so your Indeeds, your uh, Zip Recruiters, your Adzunas, Novus or Talent.coms. And what those job boards have done is they've opened up a totally new type of programmatic job advertising, which is automatically managing your placements across those new paper performance job boards. So any job board where you can buy a click or an application rather than a job credit, you can manage that programmatically to make it much more effective than if you were doing it manually. Does that make sense as a place to start? It does make sense. And it's 
It's taking the old school approach to buying job slots on uh, job boards, posting everything as far and wide as you can, kind of pray, spray approach sort of yeah. thing. Um, and actually it's looking at where you need to be, when you need to be there, which is what we know we need when it comes to job advertising anyway. Exactly. So the, the big difference um, in, in the sort of models, the way that people buy their job advertising, is the difference between treating all jobs exactly the same and buying a batch of credits that you then assign randomly to consultants or to, uh, to specific jobs, um, versus having a total budget which is intelligently managed across your range of jobs, prioritising some, speeding some up, slowing others down and that kind of stuff. And how many agencies do you think are really understanding that they need this at the moment? Uh, I think, honestly, I, I think it's a, it's, a very, uh, it's a very small group of like first adopters that are taking advantage of this at the moment. Um, it's become very relevant recently because the, the rumours around Indeed switching off yeah. their organic traffic. Scared the hell out of everyone. Yeah, and, and actually whether it's going to have a big effect on an agency or not, what it is really effectively doing is waking people up to the fact that they should probably be looking at their candidate attraction a bit more maturely, with a bit more sophistication. So if you know that currently you're getting 30% of your candidates from Indeed organically, and then someone tells you that's about to be switched off, what it definitely does is starts a conversation around what's the most effective way to get candidates, what's, what would be the most effective way to replace those candidates. Um, and alongside all of that, is it indeed you should be looking at after all, or is it is it Recruiter, Adzuna, Novu, is it all the others? Um, or is, is it actually that your traditional job board advertising, your reads or CV libraries, is that actually where you need to be investing more after all? Well, you don't know, do you? Everybody looks, and I remember going through detailed numbers of how many CVs you downloaded off a job board, uh, how many of those you've placed, the amount of time it takes to, to do all of that, then which one's worth more money. But that doesn't come down to individual placement, it just comes down to that job board in general. When you've sprayed a thousand jobs on it a month for five years, um, it will have some return. Of course it will, but it could have had better return. You don't really, you're not taught to even look at that. As an, especially on the agency side. Uh, how do you start these conversations with agencies? Where do they start to say, do they come to you and say, can we talk about programmatic or do you have to work it into that conversation? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. And actually to your point around like data is essentially what we're talking about, like the, the, the um, trackability trackability of... That's a word. Uh, yeah, let's go with trackability <laughs> for, from kind of source through to hire. Um, it's so often the case that actually when pressed on specific numbers, recruiters are actually working off a bit of historical data and then a lot of gut feel and a lot of quite qualitative feedback from actual consultants. Um, in terms of how conversations about programmatic tend to start, um, they fall into a few camps. I mean, one of the really common ones recently is that someone, someone might have done a trial with indeed normally because they're the biggest the, the, the sort of the originals um maybe they've done a trial with indeed seen the results and gone mm, this isn't quite what we were expecting or we feel like this could have maybe been optimized a bit better or we know there's loads of potential here but we don't have the resource internally to be able to manage that uh, as, as much as it needs to be um and 
they might not actually be looking for a programmatic fix. Like if you need to manage an account, you might not necessarily know that it needs to be programmatically managed to save everyone a load of time and effort. You might think that it's actually the role of a person to be kind of managing that on a like an ongoing basis. Um, we like at Talent Nexus, we we actually kind of do both. We've got a great big bit of technology that does all of the automation and makes it much easier for us. But then we also have that kind of full-time team of media buying experts who are looking at all that inventory all the time, working out which jobs need to be boosted, which need to be held back and all that kind of stuff. So it's that like combination approach, um, which the vast majority of people don't know is how that would work. Mm. Um, so it, it normally starts with a problem. And then if programmatic is the solution to that, then that, that's where we get to it. Yeah, and it's like you're talking about LinkedIn and Facebook and that kind of advertising. We're all used to going into that and automating ads. I want it to go to X audience at X time with kind of X amount of budget. Get it in front of those people instead of just a post that might reach them. But that mindset hasn't filtered through to job advertising, which inherently for any agency is the most important piece. You're not going to get candidates without posting jobs. It's unless you're a headhunter and, and, you know, then kind of six or one, half a dozen of another. You don't post jobs as a recruiter. You're never going to get candidates you want. But no one focuses on how important the advert is itself and what it says and then where you put it. It's just kind of this missed advertising opportunity. Like, we'll, we'll work on Facebook or we'll go and do out of house. We'll go and sponsor events, but I'm not going to worry about where I post my adverts. Yeah, it's, it's funny, actually, isn't it? Like, when... A lot of conversations that I have about programmatic, they start with a clarification over what we're actually trying to talk about. Because m- most people, when they, if they've come to me talking about programmatic, they, they're normally thinking about social media, retargeting, Google AdWords. Um, and then I, I normally actually have to bring them back to the fact that I'm, what I'm actually trying to talk about is job board advertising, but doing that in a more effective way. Um, and... It's funny that as an industry, we kind of missed a step where like what's been our bread and butter for what, like 30 years, 20 years of good job board advertising, putting job board adverts in the right place, well written, driving candidates through to a website, um, that actually that, that's been given the programmatic treatment after all of these other forms that, that, that actually are you know, pretty untested in a lot of agencies. Like the, the amount of placements you make through you know, Facebook for a lot of agencies, I can't imagine it. it's even a shade on the amount of candidates they're getting through their big job board contract. So no, it's yeah. funny that we, we've kind of fixed it in reverse. Yeah, we forgot about it. When you did classified ads in the newspaper, you picked very carefully which newspaper you put it on based on readership, based on reach, based on location. We got the internet and suddenly everyone went, oh, just put it everywhere. That'll do. That'll work. And actually now we're di- having to dial that very poor decision-making back and say, well, where do we need to put this on the internet? It's, it's, it's as wide as everyone can see anything. We can't just say everywhere now works. What's actually important for you and where you're spending your money? And it, it speaks to this changing role of what a media agency does. So when, um, and, and th- this affected like us and our kind of positioning a lot. So we, um, if you go back sort of 15 years, the role of a media agency was to take, uh, take a client's budget and then basically negotiate you the best packages from all of the main sources. Um, and over time, that boiled down into the biggest agencies just just buying enormous packages with the big job boards. Um, and what they could get you was a massive job saving because they were buying in um, they were buying in bulk. Um, 
And then employers and agencies realised that actually they could just do that directly after over time and, and a media agency wasn't actually adding a huge amount of value. They might be able to make recommendations and stuff, but in terms of sort of pound for pound value, there, there wasn't a huge amount there. Um, now we've got to a point again where sitting between an organisation and all of the different places that they can buy traffic um, on a paper performance model suddenly that, that role of the media agency is really, really important again. Um, an agency has like the resources and the expertise that, that you just like you can possibly hope for in-house because it's too big a team. Um, so suddenly, media agencies sort of pop back into being relevant. and We've almost come full circle, but in a completely different way of buying traffic. So how do you at Talent Nexus help and support clients through the journey from start of going right maybe programmatic is for us through to execution yeah great question uh, the first thing to mention maybe is that we we really aren't in the place yet where we would ever make any sort of recommendation like cancel all of your job board credits and move all of the budget over to this paper performance board um, like the industry really isn't there yet um, there aren't these like runaway leaders in terms of where you should be advertising and when um, so what we're doing an awful lot of at the moment is setting up uh, small-scale trials. Um, so you know, and when I say small-scale, I'm talking that remit of you know find finding uh, two, three, four k of budget to trial and like prove the concept, and get people to a point where they're comparing like-for-like like data. So if they put that budget into job board credits or where they've been advertising traditionally. Would they be getting better results there, or would it be from one or two of the like the aggregators, the, the sort of paid performance boards? What would be really easy is if it was as simple as just saying it's always better off to go with X, Y, and Z. The reality is it just isn't that simple, and what you need is some data to make some decisions on. To answer your question, the way it normally works is that we start by talking through like what their challenges are at the moment, uh, where are they lacking candidates, where are they actually quite comfortable with candidates already. Um, how many jobs are we talking about a month? How many applications would that look like? How many applications do they need to actually fill the roles that they're getting in? And then, based on that, we can we can start making recommendations around where which channels they might want to start trialling, um, how much budget they'd need to put into that to get some meaningful results back. Um, and then, what you really look at is a sort of first three to four week period where we're looking at initial results um, and sort of monitoring and managing as we go. It's not the sort of thing where you, you switch the advertising on, leave it for six months and then see what's come back. Um, you're, you're looking at those results that are coming in, you're tweaking things, tweak, tweaking bids and, and prioritisation, that kind of stuff. Um, so that then, when your like, monthly reports start coming in, your monthly and weekly reports start coming in, um, it's a really engaged, two-way conversation about like how are results, how are placements, how many applications are you getting through, um, how many of those candidates have you been able to green flag, like all that kind of stuff. Which then allows us, within kind of three to six months, to look at what what is a like genuinely market leading, really sophisticated, really detailed marketing plan, as opposed to let's throw a grand in and see what happens. And hope for the best. And when you say we're obviously monitoring it on a day to day basis, you would do that with any other marketing, any other advertising, any other work that you're doing online. You would go in and tweak your ads every single day. So this shouldn't really be any different. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But often job boards and job ads are just kind of left to exist and you run out of credits and you buy a few more because someone else, you know, like you said earlier, recruit. it's based on a hunch. 
recruiter says they like it because they found three candidates last week that might get an interview doesn't make that a good job board it just means they've found the right person at the right time mm. whereas you probably could have got them six months earlier had yeah. your ad been in the right place and the- there are a lot of challenges with, with advertising jobs that um, people either feel like they're unable to fix or, or haven't realised perhaps that they, they kind of need to be fixed as such. So, give an example. The, if a consultant's working across 15 roles, it's highly likely that some of those are going to be much easier to fill than others. What's happening at the moment is where people are using paid performance boards directly, what, what they'll often get is a couple of roles which are running away with spend and they're getting you heaps of applications, way more than you actually need, and leaving some completely untouched. Um, that's, that's the sort of thing that is very easy to fix if you've got a media buying team and a bit of technology to fix it. Um, and it's actually just too big a job for somebody to handle like individually um, if, they're, if it's just them kind of checking in on results. Um, another would be... In theory, you, I, I think most people would agree that you'd rather have your job on 30 boards for a day than you would have it on one board for 30 days. Um, you, you get your sort of initial results early on. You want that kind of market exposure. You want that breadth of, um, of like advertising. Um, but a single person to go and post 30 job adverts like takes ages. The, result, you know, the, the juice might not be worth the squeeze. Um, if you could fix that problem with a bit of technology that automatically posted it to all of the 30 boards and made sure that they were carefully managed and the results were going to be good, that's always the, you know, that, that's the solution you'd pick, right? But, but very few people know yet that that is an option for them. Um, so there's, there's a lot of, like, not bad practice. People, are, you know, on the whole are, are doing good things, but there, there's just lots of, there's lots of untapped potential there, I think, that people might not realise is out there. Yeah, because it's, it's so hard to manage as an individual. And I, I have a strong belief that job, job boards shouldn't sit with marketing, um, predominantly because all they do is they sit there for, on it as an admin purpose, renew the contracts, get us more slots tell everybody that they're writing their job descriptions badly because we've all had that conversation. But when it comes to optimizing job ads, when it comes to putting them in the right place, that is marketing through and through. That's all basic marketing principles is to understand how to reach your target audience at the right time in the right place, just like Facebook ads, for example. Mm. You look like you disagree, though. Uh, no, I, I agree with lots of it. I'm wondering whether to challenge this idea around, like, the, the role of marketing and where they're like where the problem sits so like a couple of things you've mentioned there like the that kind of function of just doing the admin of topping up job credits and you know giving those back to the consultants I wonder I don't know I, I think it's partly because if I'm talking to a marketing person at the moment it's because they're looking at new ways of doing things which means they're they're probably self-selecting as a, a particular type of marketer um and that, like, actually, it includes some of the like some of the people you've had on the the podcast so far. Like, it's the people who are looking forward to new ways of doing things. Yeah. So maybe they're not an indicative bunch of the way marketing's normally done in agencies. Maybe I'm being overly sympathetic, but I think there is there's definitely increasingly this want for like better ways of doing things, pushing back on the idea that like all you really need to do as a marketer is just like keep the credits topped mm-hmm. up, tell everyone to write their job ads better. Yeah. Um, like there's there's so much potential there, and I guess what's really exciting is if you're one of the ones who sees the opportunity and goes for it, that that competitive advantage can mean serious placements for yeah. you know for the consultants yeah. you're looking after. Um, 
if the if the speed of response or, or like the quality of the response goes up by like tw you know call it 10 20 percent across the board um that's a lot of placement fees that people will be thanking you for um so i think yeah in, in some ways we can get frustrated can't we because nothing's changed and blah, but but actually quite a lot has changed especially really recently um there's been a bit of a step change i think there's a big big opportunity for people to like get ahead and get excited about it again and it removes that hunch element where consultants can come at you and say i want this because i've found a couple of extra cvs this month whereas actually you can go back with real data yeah. and not data that you've got to sit there and spend hours and hours and hours coming up with how the return on investment based on the amount of time you spent on it and the amount of job slots over six years and that kind of poor data, that's not real information to be making those decisions on, but you can actually turn around and say, well, based on X, Y, and Z. I mean, I don't know enough about it, but what kind of results do you are you able to share? Uh, we can, I mean, I, I can With, I give you heaps of yeah. indicative results. Mm. So we... Well, so the way our the way our pricing structure works is that we take we take twenty percent of media spend as our management fee. So to pay for our time doing all of that optimization, that's got, that that looks after our time. The reason that twenty percent figure is important is because we guarantee that within the first month of working with us, we'll have increased results that you're seeing by twenty percent relative to what you'd be seeing if you were doing it yourself. Um, the we, we guarantee that really enthusiastically and have like never had to, um, that, that comes with like a refund thing. So like if you don't see the results, we just give you the management feedback. Mm. Um, we're so confident about it and excited about it because we've never had to actually do that, but it's important that people know we would in theory. What's much more common is that people see much closer to like 40 or 60% improvement. Um, so over the, you know, if your first month is like that initial 20%, then within sort of you know two three four months of working with us, we we wouldn't be at all surprised if your results had gone from if you were getting ten applications before. There's nothing to say that you wouldn't be getting fourteen, fifteen, sixteen instead. Um, so there's you know that that there's a lot of potential there, right? That's a that that's potentially a whole lot of candidates and a whole lot of placements that people can be getting. So your advice to people who are considering how to improve their applications, how to come up with kind of new innovative ways of fixing these kind of problems, where do you say that they start and have those conversations internally? There's a few things that come up a lot. Um, the first is that... Well, one argument that tends to go down quite well internally is that... A very basic marketing plan leaves a business quite exposed um, to to risk. Basically, um, if you look at the, the the reason that the the, the reason that the Indeed rumours are significant um, is that for some agencies, if their organic traffic got switched off overnight, that could be business killing. Yeah. Um, if you're getting, you know, I, I was even speaking to one of the one of the biggest agencies. Um, you know, it, it, you're just talking like top 10, top 20 sort of size. Um, and they're looking at getting like 50 to 60% of their traffic from, from organic Indeed traffic. Um, now, if that got switched off overnight, you know, I, I don't know whether it will or won't, he says. Um, but the, like, that, that would drastically change that business. Now, yeah. it doesn't matter who you're speaking to in that business. If you explain that there's, you're, you're exposed to that kind of risk then you probably get a sympathetic ear to the idea that you might want to trial some new ways of getting traffic. Um, the, so there's, there's definitely something there about like diversifying and de-risking. Um, depending on who you're talking to, I think there's a really, really strong argument to be made about getting a competitive advantage. 
Um, the, the thing I love about the agency world, uh, specifically, is that it is a really simple equation for success. Like, if you can get the right candidates quicker than your competitors and you can get them in front of clients, you win the game. Um, and, like, there, there's a lot involved in that, you know, of course. Yeah, but um, still, you're right. But that is that simple. Like, you, you can make it as simple as that. And that's why, that's why like, recruitment consultants are a real breed of person. That, 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 that like, super motivated, competitive sales-type environment works really well. Um, so if that's the audience for the message, I'd definitely talk about the competitive advantage. You know, w would you want 16 candidates rather than 10 um, with the chance of placing one? Um, would you like your candidates twice as quickly coming from twice as many boards? Um, or would you like to do it the traditional way? You know, like all, all of those, I think, are, are really compelling, provable arguments. Right? Where you just say, like, this is the data. This is how successful it can be. Would it be worth doing an initial trial of at least. Um, and I think, it's, I think it's such a no-brainer now that it's worth finding a little bit of trial budget to see what it could do for you. Um, for everyone, it's not as simple as just like switching over all your budget, and I don't think it will be for a while, but it's definitely worth like exploring your options at this point. Yeah, especially with Indeed, like you say, 56% of traffic coming from one place. Most agencies are set up to de-risk um, they change markets, they have more than one market for that purpose. If one crashes, you're not, the business doesn't fold. Well, if all your candidates for any of those, all of those markets come from one place, your business does fold when they disappear. Yeah. But we're not looking at it as though it's the most important thing when actually it is. It's the single most important thing you need to be looking at, regardless of whether you're a headhunt heavy business or not, because you don't get all of your candidates from headhunting. You think you do, and, and searching LinkedIn doesn't count as headhunting. Um, so having somewhere to trial new ways of finding the right people faster, and like you said, it's a simple equation. If you get them faster, you make the placement. Um, so actually looking for other sources of that is the right way to go, to bat, go about it, and coming to use one of those ways of doing it. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's one of the ways. I, I, I'm always really quick to say, actually, that the um, a lot of what we do is... Like in theory, there's no reason that an agency couldn't be doing this stuff directly. There's, um, you know, the, the the software is licensable. Like we're building our own now, but for a long time we've been using other people's software. There's nothing to stop people licensing that and doing it themselves. The reality for most agencies is that having someone in house with the level of ex like expertise required is quite rare. Mm. Um, but you know, we do. There's there's other people out in the market who are who are doing similar things. Yeah. Um, but it's it's definitely. Like I, I think um, everyone likes prediction, right? I think in the next sort of two to three years, I think the this area of the industry, that like programmatic management of of candidates, I think is going to go is is going to be one of the like the big growth areas that we see. I think. So it's a watch this space moment. Yeah, I hope so. We'll come back in two years' time and see whether you're right or not. Yeah, right. Awesome, Rob. Thanks very much for joining me. Thanks very much for having me.